One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Perry Gilpin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include actor and comedian John Biner and singer-actress Linda Pearl. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are back with us for more thoughts on the life and career of Regis Philbin and his imprint on television. Regis Philbin passed away Friday, July 24th at the age of 88. But I think when Regis really... Uh, struck, got lightning in a bottle with who wants to be a millionaire. Yes. And he's doing the morning talk show. And I think between Kelly Ripa and uh, David Letterman, he got the recognition that he deserved because this thing, who knew that it was going to explode the way it did? Yeah. Uh, and he was but, very he was very proud of the success of that show. It was an American version of a British game show. But he was very proud of the success of that show and what it meant to the ABC network, because ABC was number three at the time, and the success of Millionaire, uh, which, as I recall, it, it was originally a summer replacement show, yeah. and for whatever reason, viewers glommed onto it. When Oprah announced that she was a fan of the show, that was a seminal moment. And Regis saved the network. Yeah. Regis was not shy about reminding ABC yeah. that he saved the network. <laughs> I, I think it really was hitting home that Kelly would remind everyone. She would say it every show and probably more than once. Yeah. But if they were doing an interview, she would always slip in. And did you know that Regis saved the network? <laughs> You know, but so she, like I even thought Regis got tired of that at some point, just wanted to push her off camera. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, she was saying that, and then Letterman comes on, and Letterman actually, you know, before they start the, you know, the, the, the formal interview part, he's saying, you know, this Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show, 
I hope ABC is giving you a huge raise because what you did. Yeah. And Regis was kind of going, no, we haven't had a meeting about that yet. He said, well, Dan, you know, and Letterman really jumped on the opportunity that the network really owes you a huge debt and they should be paying up. And I'm sure they did. Yeah. Shortly after that show, yes, you know, they, you know, he came back on uh, and said, yeah, we did have a meeting and that's why I'm smiling or, you know, however they, they expressed it. But I think, you know, the fact that Kelly kept bringing it up and that Letterman had that, that one appearance on the show just really kind of, there was a certain awakening. You know, everybody was celebrating, everybody was counting the money, but I think it's like, oh, you got to pay the guy who's responsible for this. Okay, crazy question. Do the host know the answers? I don't know. I, my, my guess is for the integrity of the show, they probably don't. Unless okay, I, I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's some shows where yes, the host is aware of the answers, but others they are not. And I'm hoping Millionaire was organic. Yeah, he such, a, such a good job playing it. But you know, there has to be times when the questions asked and Regis just knows the answer. I'm sure. I'm sure there like are. Like the rest of us. Yeah. yeah, like we would know, especially you know that the show begins and, and you know, the, the questions are supposed to be easier and yeah. then get progressively low, harder. The bottom level is like low hanging fruit questions. Yeah. Although, if somebody misses it, they deserve to be off the show. Well, and, yeah. and, and I remember there were quite a few shows where you had people using up their lifelines within the first and second tier. And it's like, okay, yes. you're not going to go very far. But, you know, it was a fun show. I mean, he made it enjoyable to watch. It yeah. was a fun show that was, you could be at home and be participating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how smart are you, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in the world of game shows, I think Dennis Miller put it so well when, you know, the two big Merv Griffin game shows, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, uh, would be on. And you would have one show where you could feel really stupid and one show where you can feel really good about yourself because you're smarter than these people on TV, you know, because they 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 couldn't guess the puzzle because there was one tile that Vanna didn't turn, and you're looking at it and you're going, oh, that's the most obvious thing in the world. What's wrong with these idiots? But then you watch uh, Jeopardy and it's like, oh my God, I feel so stupid. And so you would all, you know always have those shows back to back, and you could. And I think Millionaire had one of those things where you you can go along with the ride. You didn't feel bad if you didn't get that one. I don't think you felt as bad. You might celebrate a certain contestant's victory. You might feel bad if they lost, but you were you were part of it. And Regis helped build the emotion and build the, the tension. Suspense. Yeah, yeah. And and he would not if he knew the answer because he knew the answer. Yeah. He did not give anything away. Yeah. I and- mean, he was just so stoic and and, and ask the question you know is that your fun the same way every single time tony and don are with us via zoom as we look back at the life and career of talk show icon and game show icon regis philbin and particularly how the success of who wants to be a millionaire in 1999-2000 really cemented regis philbin as a nationally known figure. Regis Philbin passed away Friday, July 24th at the age of 88. Before we forget, the success of Millionaire 
Because Millionaire, I think, began in the summer of 99. And uh, within a year, we had Survivor. Within a year of that, we had Idol. Within a couple of years of that, we had The Voice. And Survivor and The Voice are still on... Survivor, Survivor is still on the air, and I think The Voice is still on the air. Yeah. None, none of those... In a, in a COVID... Uh... In a COVID in, yeah. in a COVID environment, yeah, none of those n- none of those staples would be around were it not for Regis and Millionaire. Okay. Yeah, and Millionaire is still on in syndication. Yeah, I don't. Re- I mean, Meredith Vieira hosted for a while. Who's on us now? The syndicated version was canceled in 2019. ABC produced and aired a nine-episode version that aired on the network earlier this year, and that was hosted by Jimmy. Kimmel. I was looking for it. Um, I actually have Millionaire on my phone. Huh. I have very few games on my phone. Well, I think I think one of the first things that launched right after Millionaire was Weakest Link. Yes, with Anne Robin. I think you're right. She was the host of the British version. Yeah. And she came here, and then eventually there was another host that took over, or at least did like a daytime version. Yeah, I forgot about the Weakest Link. Yeah. Yeah, and she was, I mean, she was perfect. Yeah. But the opposite of Regis, a person of very few words. Yeah. Now, she would banter with the uh, contestants a little bit. You know, you could have a guest that performs art replacements on infants, and she would not be impressed. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, this person is brilliant. This person has scored the highest on the Mensa IQ test or something like that. And she would just pretend not to be impressed at all with Mm -hmm. this individual. And she also would do like the celebrity versions and you would have, you know, some of the top people in TV at that time. And she would pretend not to be impressed with any of them. Am I supposed to know who you are? (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, that and I think a deal or no deal was not that far. Very similar. Right. Uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> deal or no deal, you could play if you had the knowledge to identify a number. Yeah. Even though it did bring us Meghan Markle. Well, again, that's that's another thirty-minute show. That God bless NBC, they stretched to what an hour. Uh, and and what was and what was the hook? The pretty the models with the suitcases. Yeah. 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 And Howie Mandel. Yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah, yeah, it was the house. But for me, that was a that was that was a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Where, what's the? Yeah, give me millionaire. Give me Jeopardy. Yeah. Is there anything else about Regis you want to touch on? He will be missed. He yes. will be missed. Uh, Letterman loved having him as a guest. Yes. And I need to watch it. I posted it on my blog, but I actually need to watch the entire segment. He was one of the first. Yes, that Letterman had on his post 9-11 show. Yeah. So he had Dan Rather and he had Regis Philbin. He had Dan Rather first. And remember, famously, Dan Rather lost it. He, yeah. he started crying. Uh, and uh, and then they had Regis on right after that. And, you know, just Regis talking about, you know, because Regis has a son that was working at the Pentagon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Regis also was old enough to remember Pearl Harbor. And so it was just talking about stuff like that. And it was Dave unplugged. Yeah. More or less. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes 
you know, what, 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 what would save the show? Regis. Yeah. You know, so a lot of times with Dave, the answer to the question was Regis. <laughs> because, and, you know, somebody backs out, somebody can't make it. You know, uh, you're doing a show in New York. Sometimes, you know, you're expecting a, a guest, you know, you're promoting a guest and the guest can't make it. The, the, the flight was delayed or whatever the situation was. It, Regis was a phone call away. Yeah. So a very generous performer. Yeah, so he, he could do that. And he was always good to save the show that way. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you would see, and it's, it would just be the morning banter sometimes that he would have with Kathy Lee or with Kelly or whatever guest co-host he would have. And sometimes it just Regis talking about his weekend or talking about who he had dinner with the night before. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, sometimes it was just entertaining enough. That was his piece of ground. That was what made him different than any other daytime talk show host, late night talk show host. Nobody could kvetch like Regis. And nobody could ad lib or talk extemporaneously about whatever was on his mind like Regis. And that's, that's why so many viewers love yeah. him. And he could just spin that yarn. And I'm just trying to think, you know, just typical conversation. Yeah, so I was at Tavern on the Green. <laughs> I was having lunch with Vic Damone. And the big man, Letterman, walks in. Won't come over to our table. I had to get up, walk over to him. Hey, big man, why don't you come over to our You know, and, you know, sometimes he would talk about, I think when, especially when Kelly was there, he would talk about people. And you could tell Kelly had no idea who he was talking about. Yeah. You know, and he would mention at the time, you know, people like Vic Damone, Perry Como. Um, <laughs> and either Kelly would pretend that she doesn't know or, or she honestly would not know who some of these. But often they were crooners. Yeah. Uh, some of some of this talent was or he would talk about, you know, he was doing a, a one night stand in Atlantic City or, you know, he was, you know guest artists on this or he and Kathy Lee reunited and did a whole evening at the Taj Mahal in, in Atlantic City and he would he would talk about that but he was you know just he was so good at that and I could see why Letterman would have him as oh if there's a problem get reaches that will fix it that was the solution and just one last comment from me I think Regis his brand was being himself and that was golden Regis Philbin passed away Friday, July 24th at the age of 88. Ed Robertson, on behalf of Tony Figaro and Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Garibar, thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash 
TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.